The Department of Health and Human Services has named a new director for the Office for Civil Rights, the agency which oversees HIPAA enforcement. But based on what we know so far about Roger Severino, it doesn't appear he has a background in dealing with health data privacy and security matters. But does that matter? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with privacy attorney Kirk Nara of the law firm Wiley Rhine. Kirk will be speaking to us about where he sees OCR headed. So now, Kirk, this is what we know so far about Roger Severino. Before being named OCR director, Severino was director of the Heritage Foundation's DeVos Center for Religion and Civil Society. But before joining the Heritage Foundation in 2015, Severino was a trial attorney for seven years in the Department of Justice's Civil Rights Division, where, among other things, he enforced the Fair Housing Act. So, as far as we know, Severino comes to the OCR director job with some experience in civil rights issues, but not a background in HIPAA or privacy or security-related topics. Does that really matter, and why? Well, it's a tricky question. I mean, the Office for Civil Rights has, at the big-picture level, two different kinds of enforcement authority. It is, as the, the name of the office might indicate, it has a historic role in enforcing civil rights principles in the healthcare industry. And it had that authority long before HIPAA was a relevant issue. When the HIPAA rules came down and the Department of Health and Human Services needed to find a place for enforcement authority, they decided to put HIPAA privacy and ultimately HIPAA security enforcement authority in the Office for Civil Rights. There were other places it could have gone. They could have created a HIPAA office, but they didn't. So we've had this situation where there are very different sets of laws that are being enforced by the same unit of the Department of Health and Human Services. I think that more people today tend to be aware of the privacy and security side of that office, just on volume and impact and things like that. But, you know, the civil rights stuff is still very important and is still very much a part of their authority. So you could have somebody who has a civil rights background. You could have somebody who has a privacy background. You could try to find somebody who has both of those backgrounds, but that's a much more limited pool. So this pick seems to go from the civil rights side. You know, for people who think about privacy and security, that seems a little odd, but it's actually not even the first time that's happened. The predecessor in that office was also from the civil rights side. So it's a little unusual to have somebody who's in charge of enforcing something that they haven't had any experience with, but we've dealt with that before. Now, Kirk, based on some of Severino's writings while he was at the Heritage Foundation, he appears to have pretty conservative views about issues such as same-sex marriage and gender identity. However, over the last year, OCR has issued privacy guidance that, for instance, clarified that covered entities can, for example, make disclosures of health information to a patient's loved one, regardless of whether they're recognized as relatives under applicable law, and that the terms marriage, spouse, and family member also include lawful marriages, even if they're same-sex or opposite-sex marriages. So even if Severino's personal and political views might conflict with OCR's previous privacy guidance that touch upon some of these topics, would Severino as director of OCR have the authority to rescind privacy guidance or to issue new 
guidance with opposing views? Well, let's let's take that in a couple of different directions. I mean, first of all, it's not clear to me that those are really opposing views in the following sense. That guidance simply relates to defining appropriate uses and disclosures under the HIPAA privacy rules. And even if he is opposed to something like same-sex marriage, and I don't, you know, that's a different issue and, and not really within my area. As long as those marriages exist, it's a, it's a fair and appropriate basis to say disclosures can be permitted under the HIPAA privacy rule. And so I will be surprised, I suppose, if there's guidance that says, no, you cannot disclose information to a same-sex spouse, for example. It's certainly in the authority of the office to issue new guidance on anything they choose pretty much at any point in time. I mean, that's why it's guidance rather than a regulation. I mean, the regulation or a new regulation would have to go through notice and comment rulemaking and on a more formal process, but guidance can come out with guidance on something tomorrow that says whatever they want to come out with. So while they could have different guidance, I guess I'll be surprised, even if those reports about political views on things like same-sex marriage are true, I'll be surprised if that carries over to some of that earlier guidance on the privacy side. And that's frankly going to be a broader question because it's, it's been a little bit of a challenge to try to figure out how some of the new administration's perspectives on broad issues actually translate into the healthcare privacy and security environment. I guess I will be surprised if that agency moves to a place where they're going to give, they're going to take away privacy rights from individuals under the HIPAA rules. I suppose it's possible, but I think that's probably not likely. We may see that there won't be new regulations. There's a number of things that have been pending within OCR for a couple of years. Some of the senior leadership, current leadership of OCR is interested in getting some of those provisions out. And, you know, I don't know where that's going to go. I guess I'll be surprised if we see complicated new regulations. At the same time, you know, unlike some other areas of the government where the industry, the regulated industry has been clamoring to get rid of regulations, we really haven't seen that from the healthcare industry for the most part. And the healthcare industry has gotten relatively comfortable with their obligations under the HIPAA rules. And I think that, you know, again, I think it's unlikely that we're going to see significant changes to the actual regulations. We may see more of an impact through enforcement approaches and, and budgetary issues than I think we will through actual regulation changes. So, Kirk, along those lines, last year was a very active year for OCR in terms of HIPAA enforcement actions, including several multi-million dollar settlements and the launch of phase two of the HIPAA compliance audit program. Any predictions for what we might see this year under the new OCR leadership? Do you think the active enforcement trend, for instance, will continue? Well, I mean, let's also put in perspective the idea of an actual enforcement trend. I mean, I think there definitely has been an increase in enforcement over the last few years, but it's not a paradigm shift. We haven't gone from two to 2,000 enforcement actions. We've gone, you know, up a couple each year, and we're still at a level where the actual number of enforcement actions is relatively modest. It's obviously growing, but it's growing, again, from a relatively small level. We have an enforcement agency that continues to be very thoughtful about its enforcement. I think very responsible about looking at whether 
regulated businesses are trying to do the right thing. I think the, the OCR folks have been very good at discerning when people have been trying to do the right thing and something just didn't work versus people that weren't trying. You get a little bit of a pattern in their enforcement actions, which tend to be either long-standing problems or repeated problems or problems that weren't fixed, things like that, rather than isolated mistakes. And so I expect we'll continue to see modest growth. You know, the big wild card would be a massive budget cut, I suppose. I mean, if, if enforcement people are removed from the budget, enforcement will go down, but I don't know that that's going to be a sort of a philosophical change. I'll be very surprised if we come back a year from now and we've gone from, I'm going to say 15 enforcement actions in one year to, you know, a hundred next year. I'll be surprised about that if there's a big increase. At the same time, I'll be surprised if there's two, particularly since we've got, you know, there's a new person coming in at the top, but most of the real senior leadership at OCR, at least for the time being, is still there and still the people that were there over the last few years. Their enforcement proceedings actually take some time to get through. And so when we see enforcement actions in 2016, for example, those have tended to involve incidents from 2012, 2013, 2014. So there's a lag time. And so there's a, a lot of cases that are sort of in the pipeline right now. I would expect most of those to continue sort of through the process where the government is doing its investigations, going through its process, making its determinations. But again, I'll be surprised if those all get thrown out or if all of a sudden all of them lead to enforcement actions. It's going to be just in the short term, at least, the sort of the same kind of process that they've been doing for a couple of years now. So now, Kirk, as we know, the effort by the Trump administration to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act with a new GOP health care bill recently failed. So is there any potential impact on the security and privacy of elements that are still part of the Obamacare program, such as healthcare.gov website moving forward? I think it's sort of hard to see other than it very you know, minor technical places, any real link between the over the broader healthcare reform debate and privacy and security. You know, there's a couple of ways that they do connect up. I think that even though that effort to repeal failed, I don't think the healthcare issue is going away. And I expect that, you know, one of the results of that activity is that a lot of the attention of the administration in the healthcare field broadly is going to be focused on the idea of repeal and replace. And so there isn't going to be that much attention focused on something like privacy issues under HIPAA because that's just not a high priority item in any direction for the administration. At the same time, whatever programs they do come up with, if any, you know, we have to factor in the privacy and security elements. I mean, that was a factor under all the Obamacare measures where many of the programs actually had their own privacy and security rules that weren't exactly the same as HIPAA. That's always been a bit odd to me, and I've been, I was a little surprised when you had elements coming out of the Obama administration where the, so the privacy principles for a particular program were different than HIPAA, usually a little stricter than HIPAA. I don't know whether the new administration will have stricter 
programs with privacy programs with any any of the new elements. You can't really have less than HIPAA at this point. I mean, I suppose it's theoretically possible to pass a federal law that would go below HIPAA, but really kind of unlikely. So I think it's really an attention issue more than anything else. I mean, the administration, to my knowledge, has never spoken about HIPAA privacy and security. It's not a first tier issue for the administration. It's not a second tier issue for the administration. I'm not even sure it's an any tier issue at this point. And maybe that's the link up to the new head. They've appointed somebody for whom HIPAA privacy and security hasn't been an issue in the past, isn't an area that this person seems to have any particular experience with. So I don't think they're going into this with a real agenda on privacy and security. Although, again, that's something that that easily could change going forward. And finally, Kirk, when it comes to health data privacy and security issues looking ahead this year, are there any potential guidance, final rules, regulations, or legislation we should really be keeping our eye on at this point? I don't expect any changes on the HIPAA law, the the privacy and security elements of the HIPAA law. I don't think we'll see anything on that. I will be surprised if there are major changes to the HIPAA privacy and security rules. There are a handful of leftover topics from high tech that haven't yet led to regulations. The one that is the biggest wild card is the HIPAA accounting rule, where the government got it's been five or six years ago now, came out with a proposed rule that I think it's fair to say everyone disliked. And the government has talked recently about trying to get that rule finalized. You know, I think it's going to be a very different proposal. And I, I sort of hope that if they come out with something on that, they're going to come out with another draft because the last draft was such a problem. So I don't think there's going to be anything earth shattering on the HIPAA front. We are looking at a couple of other rules that are caught up in the administration's effort to pull back on regulations issued at the end of the Obama administration. There was a rule dealing with the common rule for federal research, which has a big impact on healthcare privacy. There was also an effort to modernize the federal rule dealing with substance abuse information. Those rules have been caught up in the regulatory review, although it's a little odd because Both of those regulations were designed to streamline and make more efficient the regulations that currently existed. And so pulling the new regulations will actually go to a status quo that should be worse from the perspective of the new administration rather than better. So it's a little bit odd, and I would pay attention to those things. I think the other real wild card is going to be if nothing is coming out of the new administration on these issues, whether the states are going to jump in and start filling a gap there. There was a really interesting case just in the last couple of days coming out of the New York Attorney General's office, which looked at some healthcare mobile apps that are not regulated by the HIPAA rules and started to institute some standards in that area. That's going to be a real interesting development to watch going forward, whether the states jump in both on the substance of privacy protection and potentially on enforcement as well. So I would certainly pay attention to any state AG actions in this overall area. Thanks, Kirk. I've been speaking to attorney Kirk Nara. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.